You're listening to the Breakaway Breakdown Podcast, where we bring you interviews with some of the top ropers in the country, news about what's going on in the fastest sport on dirt, training tips for you and your horses, and so much more. I'm your host, Casey Allen. Let's jump in. Hey guys. All right, by the time you hear this episode, we will be in Fort Worth, Texas, covering the Women's Rodeo World Championship. But first, you get to hear from the winners of the Royal Crown in Waco, Texas. I got to sit down with the winners from the event in Waco, and we had a lot of fun. So first off is Haven Medjid. Yes, that's right, the 2019 PRCA Tie-Down Roping World Champion, Haven Medjid. Haven rode 7S Tomahawk to victory in the Royal Crown 6 and Under Breakaway, where he was 322.26 points on three head. He won $5,100 for himself, $1,428 to the owners of Mr. Plan Stylish, who is 7S Tomahawk's father, and $1,428 to the Breeders R.T. Stewart Ranch LLC. So congratulations to everybody with connections to that horse. Haven and I had a pretty good time whenever we were sitting around talking in Waco. And (laughs) I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. And if you do enjoy this episode, make sure to remember that it's brought to you by our friends over at Equinity. Equinity is one of my favorite supplements and I cannot wait to tell you more about it at the commercial break. All right, Haven, you had a pretty good day today. So let's talk about the Futurity first because that was probably the biggest win. Breakaway. Uh, oh. <laughs> this is the Breakaway Breakdown. Um, I guess I really don't want to talk about my Breakaway that much. That probably shouldn't get advertised that I was winning in the Breakaway Open. But um, the horses did good today. Um, I had a couple mess-ups on my part in the calf Open. They cost me a lot of money today. But uh, we did all right, I guess. Um, Horses, I was pleased with some of them, and some weren't the best. So it's all part of it, part of hauling young horses to Futurity. This was a strong, really strong set of calves for some young horses, but, um, you know, we did we did what we could. All right, so, yeah, is it weird to be on the Breakaway Breakdown podcast and, like, me forcing you to talk about Breakaway? <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. I, I was hoping I wouldn't even win a Breakaway so I didn't have to talk or do any <laughs> pictures and stuff. I mean, I was, it was just really good for my horses to get seasoned today. You know, we, we tie down everywhere and stuff on them young horses, so it was uh, kind of a breath of fresh air for them. Young horses where they know they don't have to take a hit every time and just get more confidence and stuff out there. So it helped a lot. Awesome. Well, I, I won't get you in too much trouble with, with Shelby uh, talking about any rivalries that went down today. But um, let's just talk about, because I think a lot of breakaway ropers don't understand probably or are a little confused when we start talking about points instead of times. So can you just break it down, kind of the point system, the scoring with the judges and what they're looking for out there? You know, most of the judges are looking like how the horses stood in the box. They kind of make some points right there. And then um, if they're flat across the line, broke to the pin or not, and then how they were running to the cows, like if they were actually low-headed paying attention or if they are hitting the tie-down and not stopping. Uh, big stop, obviously, is a lot of points and stuff, and it went back to your time. So you had to dang sure make a good run, and the horse had to be good. But uh, some of the calves were a little stronger, and, you know, them horses that got to go faster, they 
the Dankshire plussed them up pretty good because they big stops and stuff. So it was, um, yeah, the, the points deal was, it, it's a little tricky. You know, you, just, you don't know, they don't have really a rule book, so you don't know how they're doing everything. But, um, you know, these judges were really consistent about their scoring and stuff. So it was a really, really good deal today. So, yeah, I was talking to some guys yesterday, and I didn't realize that they take your, like, total number of possible points, and then they deduct the time from that, and then add the remaining points onto your score. So I'm not sure the exact number, but I want to say it's, like, 25 or 30. And then if you're a two-second run, they deduct two, and you get those points added. And if you're, like, a barrier, a 12-second run, then they would deduct those points off. So I always thought that was really fascinating. Um, so the time does factor in, but like you yeah. said, there's so many other factors. Um, so what do you, you know, do you ride differently at these deals when you're not just trying to get the fastest time on the board? Um, um, you can talk about tie-down if it makes you yeah. more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, for sure. We're, I guess, in the calf rope, and I'm, we're showing our horses, but we're still, the time is a big factor, so you're trying to make a good run still. So, but your danks are trying to set your horse up and get a good showy stop. Um, the rodeos, you're just, I mean, you're trying to go fast at the rodeos and trying to make good runs, so here you were trying to show your horse a little bit but still go out and make a good showy run but fast run because if you weren't fast it dang sure does hurt you on your points and stuff so um same deal in the breakaway obviously you make a fast run but it's uh you're not trying to jerk the calf down and tie them up so it's a lot easier to make a showier run in the breakaway and stuff like that so uh i guess it it all depends what how your horse does and what the judges thinks and how you how uh you clock Awesome. So do you think that because you're more used to riding tie-down horses and kind of setting up the stop a little bit differently and paying attention, you know, how you're jerking the calf down or whatnot, do you think that gives you a little bit of a leg up in the breakaway in the kind of scoring situation because you're already used to making it kind of pretty with that big stop? Yeah, um, you know, breakaway ropers have it a lot easier than us calf ropers because, you know, if you're running or running off calf, yeah, a horse is going to hit their belly, but then here comes a hit farther behind, but... Um, I feel like the breakaway rope, honestly, is a lot easier to show a horse because you don't have uh, the young horses, you can stay on them. In the calf rope, and you're having to step off and they're bouncing around, you know, hopefully they're not bouncing around, hopefully they're stopping good, but you just, it's a lot on a young horse when you're running and stuff. But uh, it does, it does after a while, if you tie down on them calf horses that are young and stuff, they're getting under them and starting protecting themselves more and more that way that they're not taking bad hits and then they start really showing good. So just to clarify, so we don't get Haven in trouble with anybody, um, I don't want the breakaway rovers to come burn his place down. He's saying that it's easier to make a horse look good in the breakaway, yeah. not the breakaway roping's easier. I think uh, breakaway roping's easier. Oh man. <laughs> All right guys, I can't save him now. <laughs> Hey guys, so this episode is brought to you by the great folks over at Equinity. Equinity is one of my favorite companies and I use the products for my breakaway horses. Uh, Equinity Horse XL is 100% pure amino acid supplement. There's nothing added that your horse doesn't need. It can help improve their muscles. It can help them recover faster after workouts. It helps improve collagen so your horse can have healthier coat and bones. And it maximizes your performance because it helps cells regenerate at a faster rate. That means fast recovery for those fast twitch muscles that you need to explode out of the box and stop hard at the end of a run. They also have Equinity Ultimate OEC, and I love this supplement. I didn't think Equinity could get any better until I started using it. It has flaxseed-based omega-3 oil, natural vitamin E, and colloidal silver. It can help support your horse's cardiovascular health, their joint health, 
gastric health, and it increases their immune support. So if you're traveling up and down the road a lot, that's something that's super important for your horse. Visit teamequinity.com to learn more about these supplements and see how you can get some for yourself. No, this is probably the biggest day I've ever had, like as far as just constant runs, riding five or six horses in a couple of different ropings. I mean, I tied 35 calves down, I think I break weight 30. Jeez. I mean, that was 65 runs behind the barrier today. That was, this was probably the biggest day I've ever, like, it was a, a marathon, I would say. But, you know, it, it's good having both of us there and stuff. Um, just because we both see different things. Um, we have two polar opposite roping styles, but we kind of ride the same way. But uh, it's a good deal because both our horses always see different stuff. Oh, there's Shelby. <laughs> She's looking through the window at us. Yeah, what were we talking about before Shelby distracted us? About her, pretty much. <laughs> about, like, roping together and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. We'll get back on track with that. Anyway, so how many different horses did you ride today between tie-down and breakaway? Do you remember? I rode uh, <laughs> seven different horses today. Wow. Yeah, and just for context, you guys, it is, like, what, 94 outside, I think, here in Waco? And humid. Yeah, and Very humid, humid, and there's no air conditioning in the arena, and there's just really no air movement down there, so it's been just, like, everybody's pouring sweat. It's been a really fun day, I'm sure, uh, to tie a bunch of cats. It's terrible. I thought, like, it was so hot. <laughs> I, was, I was played out. Yeah. Well, you, you didn't look it in there, so that's what's important. Um, so talk about, you know, do you rope a little bit differently in the breakaway versus the tie-down at these deals, or you can even just speak to, like, anything stylistically that you think breakaway ropers can do differently than tie-down ropers? Because I've always been curious about that. Um, I, I really didn't try to do anything different. You know, I tried to get a swing over every calf's back and just let my horse get going the same speed and set everything up. You know, I just tried to set everything up because I really didn't even care if I won in the breakaway today. I was just trying to give my horse good, confident runs because that's a lot on a five, six, four, whatever, whatever age they are. That's a lot of runs of strong calves today just in the tie down that's six runs back to back bang bang and then so i just come back in the break where i literally didn't care if i won i just wanted to literally season my horse and just let him know it's okay we're not stopping every time and taking a jerk so i was more in it for that for confidence for my horses today um but i guess i ended up doing good <laughs> yeah i think that worked out well and i think it's a lot of fun to watch you guys you know when you're not just trying to blow out of the box be super fast and you get to see some really pretty fun to watch runs made. Yep. So talk to me about the horse that you won the breakaway six and under royal crown on. Breeding, uh, your story with that one, etc. Um, he's a Mr. Plain Stylish. I couldn't tell you his mom. Um, the Stuart Ranch bred him. Um, he's been a really good horse. Uh, he's taken a lot of work. Um, I think he's going to be something I haul this summer. Uh, well, yeah, he's going for sure this summer. So this is just a really good deal to bring him, like I said, in the tie down, get to ride him. But then I could come back on the breakaway today. You know, that was, I thought that was like a win for me today. He was okay in the tie down, had some fluke things happen, cost me a lot of money winning and stuff, but he did good in the breakaway and just pretty much was good to finish out the day and have good confidence. He w went out on a high note and stuff. So I was glad that that was able, I was able to achieve that and stuff. But um, he's a, He's an unbelievable, talented horse, and I've got big plans for him as a six-year-old. And, you know, hopefully in the next two years, you'll see him at the bright lights. Awesome. So what year is he? How old is he? 
he's a he's a six-year-old six-year-old awesome and then have you ridden any other horses by that sire or is this your first one uh this is my first one i've ever rode out of them so i i've never rode any he's an old stud mr plain salish is i think he's dead actually um but you know if, if they were all as good as him i'd ride i'd have a whole <laughs> trailer load of them mm -hmm. um so did you do all the training on him or was he started when you guys got him um he was started and then i mean he had wasn't started much you know he probably had 10 calves tied down on him and stuff but honestly he was really really green and you know we've babied him for a year and a half you know or, yeah a year and a half now and just taking a lot of work slow stuff because we knew how talented the horse was is just bringing him up and I wanted to actually show him in the head in here but it was too close to be able to show him in both events I mean that's a lot of runs on a young horse in two days so I really wanted to do it but I just for him, he doesn't need to prove anything to me. He's mm -hmm. a freak, and I don't want to blow him up before the summer. Yeah, and how important is that to you guys, you know, riding six and under for charity horses in the tie-down? That, I feel it can be dangerous on you guys if it's not done correctly, and it can be really hard on the horses. So how do you preserve them and keep them working? Um, just you know, after this, we're going to have to go back home and run some slower calves and score and just slow them down because this blew their skirts up today. I mean, the calves were strong, had to see a start, you couldn't rock behind them. So, I mean, it was, you were asking your life for a young horse today, and I dang sure the holes come out in them if, if they weren't prepared. So, it was, uh, it was dang sure hard, and, but I think it was good for, you know, it's, the Royal Crown is trying to make it where it's more of not a horse show, you know, not the po political side of stuff, it's more just, you go make a good run and have a real horse, you're going to win, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I appreciate that stuff because uh, I don't horse show because it's too political for me, you know. I don't have the name that's going to be a, a world champion horse show or whatever it is. But it's nice to come to these ropings and just rope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you get the chance at that yeah. big money. I mean, what was the payout like in the breakaway today? I know it was 15000 added. Yeah, I think I won 5100 in the six and under. It's a pretty good so, day. <laughs> it, was, it was a heck of a day for me riding that horse. Mm -hmm. So there always seems to be the controversy in the breakaway of horses that punch on their front end versus drag their butts inside. And I noticed that you know your horses slide, they're tied on horses, and Shelby's horses also really seem to keep on their hind end and slide. So what's kind of your philosophy in the breakaway roping or your opinion on how you would prefer them to stop in the breakaway? Uh, I'd sure like my horse to slide. I don't want them punching and stuff because that's... Yeah, it's, it pops the rope, but I feel like a horse that's going to run in there and drag its butt, I feel like it's going to do the same dang thing. But for me, I'm a, I like to ride a freer calf horse, so that's a that's a big deal for me when they're sliding and not just punching and killing it off. Okay, and then if you had to give one piece of advice to breakaway ropers for how they can ride through their stops and still or get their rope to pop off fast, but keep their horse's butt underneath them, why are you grinning? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm going to get you in I trouble mean, today. Sawyer Gilbert won the world last year, and she she don't give a dang shit about anything. <laughs> she she runs in there and ropes and pulls on them, and they can duck out of the arena, and she'll wax your butt every time. So, <laughs> I, I mean, you don't got to listen to me because I don't got no advice. I mean, you just got to stop the damn block. <laughs> okay. Oh, shoot. Well, there it is. Just honest. I like that. <laughs> Um, whatever it takes, you know, they don't write pretty on the paycheck unless you're at the yeah, horse shows. Yeah. I mean, if you got to turn old paint around, you do whatever you got to do because, <laughs> I mean, she'll, she's a gunslinger and, I mean, there's a lot of girls that rub good and stuff, but, I mean, whatever stops the clock. 
Okay. And then just one question. I ask everybody that comes on here, and then I will let you go home. Okay. Um, what would you say is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Roping, life, it can be anything, any, any genre. Um, probably the best advice that that I've like heard from people and stuff is pretty much never never accept to be mediocre you know is some I mean Shelby hates that I like I have a thyroid issue and I'm overactive I'll just go all day I mean I don't care to sleep and the thing is I just I don't like to just be half-ass I want to be the best there is and I work I don't care if I have a gold buckle right now I want to work and I want to have 10 gold buckles you know I want to have as many as I can as long as my body can take you know so it's the biggest thing is just working hard every single day and I feel like if I if I don't work that day I waste you know I, I got set back somebody else is out working me so I that's the thing that I just you know you never you're never going to get anywhere if you don't work your butt off and um, you know hard work will be talent any day you know so that's the thing that I've always kept close to myself is just work hard and try to work out outwork everybody because it'll pay off in the end awesome well great job good good recovery from the stopping question <laughs> all right haven you have a good day and drive home right. safe thank you all right next up is brianna learman i am such a fan of hers because she's a great all-around cowgirl and just so sweet she rode cruise bay did the championship in the royal crown eight and under breakaway cruise bay is a 2016 gelding by kit kat sugar out of shorty lena chick she earned $3,750 for herself after being 324.64 points on three head, and then 1,125 for the stallion owners, so Kit Kat Sugar's owners, and 1,125 to the breeders of Cruise Bay. I think you guys are really gonna enjoy Brianna, so I won't wait, make you wait any longer. Let's jump right in. So, Justin Moss and Sonny Owen purchased him from a cutting reject program. I believe Hillary Hightower um, found him. And so they'd owned him about a week. And then I happened to rope at Justin Moss's house pretty much weekly, whenever I'm not gone rodeoing. And so I saw him in the arena, just, I think, chasing another mare. And I was like, oh, what is that horse? He's so cute. <laughs> And he was like, oh, it's just a horse we got it. We got to train. And I was like, well, I want him. Can I buy him? Because <laughs> he was just so cute. I hadn't seen him get roped on or anything like that. I just saw him in the pasture and thought he was just adorable. And so I ended up buying him, which was, in some eyes, would probably be really stupid. But thankfully, it worked out. And so he had about five or six months of training with Justin Moss. And then I started hauling him his five-year-old year, probably around August. And he went to his first rodeo, um, Brenham, Texas, which was, there's Ferris wheel, it's pretty loud, um, probably September, I think, last year. And so he's taken to training and hauling really well, and he, he's, he's stepped up for sure. Yeah, he looked great out there. So do you think having, like, Justin starting him as a tie-down roper helped him out, like, in the scoring here with the stops and everything? Um, he, well, he, he does know the tie down. Um, oh, okay. But Justin kind of trains all my horses. I, I okay. like roping behind Justin. So I, that's, I like riding behind him. So that's my go-to. Okay. So like when you find that style that sticks, it just works. Yeah. And he knows what I like. He knows, he knows I like to hang over their neck and 
for them to be able to take kicking in the flank. So he knows what I like. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, it's okay because it's scored off the horse, not what you're doing. You yeah. just got to get it on. Thankfully. Um, okay, so tell me about his his papers. Have you ridden any of his siblings or anything? I haven't. So he's by Kit Kat Sugar and then out of Shorty Lena Chick. So mm-hmm. I have ridden some Shorty Lenas. Actually, some of my favorite horses have been Shorty Lenas. But so no, I've never ridden the Kit Kat Sugar. But um, so he's really nice and I actually messaged the owners of Kit Kat Sugar about two or three weeks ago and said hey if you guys ever you know want to put Kit Kat Sugar in any more incentives the Royal Crown would be a good place to go you know maybe look into it sometime and they replied hey we're actually already in the process of that so um, that should be a done deal pretty soon and I was like oh well this events in three weeks so if you could get it done before then that would be awesome so they happened to get that done and we were able to enter here so I was super happy about that. Yeah, and just talk about, I mean, why the Royal Crown's awesome, because I've been watching it all week, and this is a really cool event to it watch is. in person. I I was actually really worried coming to my first ever judged event. I wasn't really sure how it would work and, you know, how it would be scored, and so I I was surprised that it was actually not too bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, and Skittles makes it pretty easy. He makes it look pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I, th- I think it's really cool for the sport, and I'm really thankful that Royal Crown did that for us ropers and not just the barrel racers. Yeah. Um, and that's nice, too. You know, have you ever looked into the bonus where you can, if you get in the, what is it, top 10 in the aggregate, team roping, breakaway, and barrel racing, you can get like a $50,000 bonus? Doesn't it have to be on the same horse? Yeah. Though? Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't really You haven't crossed any of yours I don't ever. like to run barrels on cow horses, okay. so I like okay. to keep that differentiated. No, Except that's interesting. I do like Woody B-Tops on the barrels, but okay. maybe I would try that. But I also don't really team rope, so. Oh, that makes sense. I like to kind of, I have a lot going on <laughs> all the time, so I kind of like to stay in my own lane. Well, let's let's get into that. Tell me more about yourself. What do you do? What's your background? Because you're, you're kind of a BA. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um. So I graduated last May from Texas A&M, and I am now getting a master's in accounting. So I'm headed to the college finals in about a month. And Yay, I made it. Thank you. I made it in the barrels and the breakaway. Mm-hmm. I've made it in the past in the breakaway. I ended up third in the nation in 2019, and then I made it last year in the barrels. Um, I was just a little bit out of making the short go. And so I'm really excited to be going in, the, in both events the same year. And then, so i doing a lot. This is my rookie <laughs> year. Um, in the WPRA mm-hmm. and so I wanted to wait until I graduated from A&M to do that because yeah. it's really hard to travel while you're having to attend class and yeah. take tests. Was your undergrad in accounting too? No, thankfully okay. it wasn't. Because like, that's a tough one. No, yeah, it was at Ag Business and now I, I'm doing a master's in accounting at Texas A&M Commerce and so it's all online and that's so nice and the rodeo coach there is probably one of my favorites so awesome. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Awesome. And so I'm trying to go for my rookie year in the breakaway. I was attempting to do that in the barrels, but it it hasn't been really going my way. All my horses are pretty young. They um, have three really nice ones. Two were fraternity horses last year, and so they're kind of just getting seasoned rodeos, mm-hmm. and we went out to California last month, and um, probably my most solid one in any pen, just go out there and make a good run. She tweaked a tendon, so she's out, and so I'm not really wanting to hurt any more of my horses, so I'm kind of just putting that on hold and going to just go where I can, where's best for them, and mm-hmm. maybe worry about it next year. But, yeah, so I'm trying to go really hard in the breakaway this year. Okay. Is he, um, 
Is Skills the one that you wrote at the Resist All Rookie Roundup? You were yes. up there? Yeah. yeah. We we didn't have any luck there. But, but I mean, like that's an intimidating environment for a young horse. Like, well, how has he handled the rodeo scene in general? He's handled it so well. My So I started out the year on my good mare, Lizzie, um, and she had some tendon issues mm-hmm. come up. So she had to get tendon surgery, and then Skittles had to step up to the plate, and he... He has handled it so well. He went to Rodeo Houston. He handled that like a pro. I've been so proud of him with how he's handled everything. Yeah, he's um, he just seems like such a sweetheart back he there. He yeah, was, he was like nuzzling up yesterday, and then he looked so tired at the end. He was, I was so like, hot. He was so hot. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. Haven and I talked about that a little bit because he yeah. was just worn out yesterday. I mean, it yes. was ninety something degrees. Everybody's sweating their butts off. Okay. No air conditioning. Yeah, it was horrible. Like, and we're Skittles, all just like, we love rodeo. <laughs> yeah, Skittles was drenched in sweat before we ever roped the cap. So, yeah, he was just standing there soaking wet in sweat. So, <laughs> And those calves were running. Oh it wasn't gosh, just yes. like, it wasn't like a chuck it out of the box Yeah, before, before the roping started, I asked one of the, the judges how many points I'd get deducted if I whipped my horse to the calf because I was a little worried <laughs> <laughs> that I was going to get outrun because those calves looked like they were running really yeah. hard. But I think it was because I was watching the 600 tie down and mm-hmm. it, it seemed like the breakaway horses were a little bit better with it <laughs> so talk about we had an electric barrier here yes. yesterday and I mean that is timed down to like the thousandth of a second how do you handle that versus a rope barrier at the rodeos um honestly I'm more used to a rope barrier so mm-hmm. I was a little thrown off at first yesterday mm-hmm. with the electric um I do think it's cool that you can kind of see how far you were off the barrier or how close you were um and how bad you broke it. That's pretty cool that there's a timer there. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't Did realize, I kill it or? <laughs> I didn't realize that until, I, I don't think I ever looked at one of my times because I didn't realize that until the end. But I, I do think that's cool, but um, I think it's a little bit harder to gauge where you are. And you know, it's a little more chance because you don't know what exactly is gonna start that timer. Mm-hmm. You know, is it gonna be the calf's toe? Is it gonna be, you know, you just, and is it gonna be your horse's you never know what is going to start that timer. And so I think I maybe like a rope barrier a little more, mm-hmm. but I think that's just because that's what I'm used to. Yeah. And you can't push an electric guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I was not trying to push the barrier. I, I decided I better just stay off of it a little bit, give those calves a good start. So, because mm-hmm. it, it, it was hard to gauge, especially whenever some of the horses, you know, don't break as hard or they break harder on the third calf than the first one. So yeah, Skittles has been plenty of places. So I just decided to play it safe. I noticed you yesterday, you, you reached on one of them. I can't remember if it was the eight or the six. You had a pretty good reach, I feel like. How do you keep power on your loop when you're running that hard, everything's moving that fast? Like, it's what's really your hard. It's really hard because in your head you're like, oh, I totally don't think I'm going to catch this calf, but I might as well try. <laughs> it's really hard. I, I definitely could be better at it. You, you're supposed to stay in the same position and just bow your chest out and do the same thing and follow through but it can it can be pretty hard you can want to just push it all too hard and that's mm-hmm. when you mess it up so yeah it's and hard it's hard not to like get forward and get up on the neck yes. like you said and, and kind of stick that chest pull your shoulders and yeah deliver yes it's hard to not to not just try try too hard to get there mm-hmm. all right and I'm gonna okay so Justin trained that horse we mm-hmm. got the story on him and I've got one more piece of one more piece of juice I've got one more question before we finish up because I like to ask everybody, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? It can be like 
any genre, anything. So my stepdad, Von Vite, he he told me one time, he said, set your expectations and goals extremely high so that even if you fail, you've still accomplished something great. And I think that that's pretty accurate because I'm really hard on myself. I, I strive for perfection. I strive to do everything, barrels, breakaway, college rodeo, college. I try to do everything <laughs> all at once and it can it can really add up and overwhelm me and so I have to, and I also I have a horse obsession I have 16 horses and taking care of those can be really hard so I I have to just remind myself to do what you can and try your hardest and you're not gonna be perfect and you're not gonna accomplish everything you set out to do but at least you can accomplish what you can awesome all right, now we're going to get out of this air conditioning. You're going to go kick some butt in the barrel racing, and thank you for taking the time to talk to me this thank morning. Thank you for having me. All right, you guys. Once again, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Equinity. We just love these supplements, and I hope that you guys go to teamequinity.com and check them out. Be sure to stay up on all our coverage from the Women's Rodeo World Championship when this podcast airs, and after that... Look out because the summer run is approaching on the Pro Rodeo Trail. I'll be back in a few weeks. Thanks again, guys. Have a great weekend.